It's extra drama for super thriller number three, No Place to Hide. Everybody, it's me, your host Marissa Flaxbart, and I am joined once again by the amazing, the wonderful, the brilliant Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring of the Babysitters Club Club, and lately, Strange Bedfellows. Can I just say a quick note? Absolutely. All the descriptors you put in front of our names sound like they just applied to jack oh i heard it i actually heard it as i was saying it and i was like can you do another run at it and say all the descriptors for me too i think it was fine i think people got it i could come up with even new ones for you if you want your own okay um well actually i am not i want them equally as flattering (laughs) (laughs) the um tall (laughs) the it's just a fact well read innocuous Muscular. Harmless. Tanner Greenring. How about that? That's good. I don't know. I thought maybe it could like like go in a different place. I hope that wasn't like I, I didn't objectify you too much there, Tanner. No, it was fine. You you described Jack and like you you talked about how like his, his sort of mental facilities. Sure, sure. That. Okay, so all right. Um the I'm trying to think fine. of a funny Let's way to fine. say I think fine is good. Fine. <laughs> Uh, like like foin or like foin? <laughs> no, no, we're not trying to objectify. You're just you're fine. Sure, sure. Yeah, non problematic. Um, college graduate. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, I think we should. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but the college never... graduate. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I was a question mark because I don't want to make any assumptions. <laughs> but you know that's an accomplishment, and I want to laud you for it, Tanner. Thank you. Yeah. I did graduate from college. I have a double major in film. Both majors. Wow. Both degrees. Well, it's yeah. that's such a perfect segue into one of the things that I wanted to talk about on today's extra drama. I was a film studies major in college. Film studies. So it was like film oh, theory. I was a film studies in, in major in college too, but you know, I was also a film production. <laughs> Excellent. I did not have that option. I know my... how to make them. I know how to criticize them. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And that's like the two thumbs of two thumbs up, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm Ebert and Roper, the <laughs> iconic duo. Um, you know, I uh, met Richard Roper once at a bar called the Regal Beagle. Wow. Ooh. And he bought me a drink. That's Stop a true story. People in LA didn't drink because they have to drive everywhere. It was in Chicago. The Chicago okay. Sun-Times is the newspaper <laughs> that he, uh, at which he worked. Works? I don't know. I don't, I don't keep up with Richard Roper. But He's dead. No, that's uh, Gene Siskel is who you're thinking of. Okay. I'm assuming. Who, yeah, who is that? T- Tanner, dead? I've got good news for you about Richard Roper. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, still, he's still with us? He is. He yeah. Is. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. um, so why are we talking about this? Oh, right. Because um, we took a class in, in my senior, my fourth year of college, my final year, that was all about a movie called Vertigo. And strangely enough, even though we really studied this movie to death, it became my favorite movie and remains my favorite movie, Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Have you guys seen mm-hmm. Vertigo? No, sure. I've got Vertigo. I'm afraid of heights. I took a, I took <laughs> a, a class in college yeah. where we watched Hitchcock, exclusively watched Hitchcock films. All right. So yeah. perhaps you remember that a major plot point in the film Vertigo is that there's this lady and mm-hmm. she looks a, exactly like a lady in a painting. 
Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. a mm-hmm. man becomes obsessed with the lady in the painting and is trying to figure out, is she real or is she a ghost? And part mm-hmm. of uh, the whole deal with this lady is that she is the descendant of a woman who killed herself by uh, or fell to her death from a tall mm-hmm. place. Right, from a and bell tower, And this I think. woman keeps also falling for example, she falls, she gets in, goes into a trance and falls into San Francisco Bay. And mm-hmm. Jimmy Stewart has to rescue her uh, because he's following mm-hmm. her everywhere. Because he was hired to, but also he's like obsessed with her. And right. ultimately, she falls off of a big tower. Which sucks for him because he's got Virgo. Yes. Yeah. But that fall right. is just a cover up. What's your point with all this, Marissa? I don't understand. <laughs> Come on. It's all just like a long non sequitur. What's oh, going on? Yeah, look, okay, we get okay. that you went to film school, okay? I, yeah, I just wanted just to talk off. about my favorite movie, Vertigo. That's the only reason. That's the only reason I bring it up. I. Yes, it's a, it's exactly this the plot of this book. And I get what you're saying. We, we know, as Babysitter's Club enthusiasts, yeah. we've always known that Francine Pascal is the inferior. Yeah. Young adult novel writer. <laughs> well, I mean, there is the which fact- is what you're trying to say, right? I I mean I I feel like that's a little bit of a leap. From, I was just saying the books like Vertigo. I was well, I didn't want to bring Anna Martin too. into this at all, but yeah. I, I mean, it should be noted Francine Pascal didn't write this book mm-hmm. or any of the books no, in, right. in the Sweet Valley High series. And and I and barely wrote any of those dang Babysitters Club books. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> They have that in common. Yeah, okay. I do think that there is a certain admirability in the way that that story was remixed into this book. You know, it wasn't like a point for point adaptation or or theft of Vertigo. It was like somebody saw Vertigo and was psyched about it and picked their favorite parts. And we're like, how can we make this a Sweet Valley High thriller? And they did an amazing um, job. You know, the Simpsons did it with dang rear window and everyone celebrated it. Yeah. They're like... No, The Simpsons did Rear Window. How clever, how fun. Yeah. But now Francine does it with Vertigo, and everyone's yeah, like, all oh, of a sudden, IP theft. Torches and pitchforks. You know? Right. Come on. I think that uh, it it remains to be seen what everybody is doing. You know? Maybe can we I, can encourage sounds everybody. Like you're, it sounds like you're coming out with your pitchforks and torches. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're projecting. <laughs> I want to take uh, Francine to task, if I may, since we're, we're kind of just piling on her. You may. Um <laughs> So it, this is just embarrassing, just amateur stuff. Um, right. At the beginning of this novel. Which we all, that's what we're all thinking here. Come on. At the beginning of this, at the beginning of this novel, it's not central to the plot of the movie. Um, or is it a book? It's a book. It is a book, It's not yeah. central to the plot of the book, but um, Francine is like, oh, uh, Elizabeth is like bored this summer because her boyfriend, Jeffrey French, is out of town. <laughs> <laughs> Her boyfriend is Todd yeah. Wilkins. Sorry, do you mean Todd Come Wilkins? On. Jesus, Francine. You know this, what you got to do, Francine? Is, yeah. Write a Bible to Write keep a this stuff straight. Ask, ask somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like you can have like at this point you've sold how many books? Like some, like get a like an admin. Who, who can write down and just like mm-hmm. keep track of the basic stuff? Come they on, Jeffrey wiki. French. It doesn't even. Bantam books. Hey, Bantam yeah. books. Come on, Bantam fucking editor. Yeah, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Come on. So that's come on. That's just that's amateur stuff. So amateur hour over here at Bantam. Yeah. Books. You know, you guys <laughs> may be closer to 
really an accurate observation than you than you realize. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, Jeffrey French is come and go, but Todd Wilkins is forever. So Okay, see, and that's what I've always said. It really yeah, it's really a shame. Sorry for yeah. any French heads out yeah. there. And and please put it on a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I need some merch, actually. So maybe that's uh maybe that's a strong candidate. All right. I'll wear that. Okay. Yeah, if I'll I make that, that shirt, yeah. I will send you one for sure. Yeah. And you oh, too, we'll Tanner. It. Although, I mean, yeah. do you have something else? Something else I've said? Maybe that was clever. Not sure I fit into the shirt. But... I'm so muscly. Yeah, <laughs> so tall and muscly. No, I'll make I don't sure know. to make I'd it available. Just tear right out of it. In tall, muscular, yeah. college-educated sizes. Yeah. I'm so smart that I would figure out a way to fit into the shirt. It wouldn't fit over your head. The right size. It wouldn't <laughs> yeah. fit over your head. <laughs> oh. All right, fellas. <laughs> Let's uh, keep the peace here by okay. turning to a topic that is really, really your... That was literally Jack and I complimenting one another. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded aggressive, but it yeah. was us praising oh, him. I thought you were saying that he was, that Jack was like conceited. No, no I'm saying he's so got smart. such a huge head because of his brains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, a literally huge head. I get it. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking yeah. metaphorically, as I'm wont to do. No. Um... How about th- this book was was very unusual in terms of all of all it stands alone in all of the Sweet Valley High novels we've read and discussed on the book so far, like the gothicness of it, the nature of the crime question mark that they're solving. Like, I'm not exactly sure what right. J- Uncle John is put in prison for. Is it like fraud? I don't know. But the point of my point is not that he, pu- he was put in pr- prison for like essentially a prank. Yeah, right? like he that's did a true. prank. I, on I mean, his my, I wrote down the note. What crime? Question mark. Mail yeah, that's fraud. That's a good point. Fraud. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I guess he kidnapped a girl. Kind of kidnapped. He's he's like pretty kidnappy. She was yeah. there of her own volition, though. Kicked a dog. He did kick the dog. Should be a crime. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I mean that. Yeah, that's a good call. Oh, but it did feel a little bit more like maybe something that would have happened in Stony Brook, Connecticut. What do you guys think? Oh, this this had real mystery vi- Babysitters Club mystery vibes to me. It's so close to a mystery book that we read that I don't remember the name of or the plot of, but there is a house in the woods where someone is doing nefarious business, Jack, and I'm saying this to you so you can help me remember, and Don mm-hmm. goes and uncovers it. And it's a guy who's living yeah, in the woods. Yeah, and he he's a rich man. He's very he's a rich. rich man. He's a playboy. Yeah. Yeah. Like and do you King remember? King. He's looking at. Here we go. All around me are familiar faces. Jack Googles. Jack Googles. You can't do our segment on her show. I, I do appreciate you're singing it though, because I don't have access to the uh, audio file to like plug to in in the edit, so yeah. I can use you singing it. Yeah, I will tell you. Is it? Hang on. Is it? No. No. As it's I was reading lit- it, I was like, "This is just perilously close to a." Literal Babysitter's Club mystery book. Wow. Is it Christy and the Cat Burglar? Maybe. Yes, that's what it is. It's Christy and the Cat Burglar. It's the last book in the mysteries, number 36. And it's 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 definitely the the one that's the like most crime heavy. Has a gun. Yeah. And he threatens these girls with a gun. Yeah. Well, do you know when it was written? Uh, Yes, I can tell you. Uh, Probably like 87, something like that. Shit. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, it was actually just before this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just before so, this one. It was like November 88. Yeah, and so Francine kind of took it from Anne. Probably enough time to steal it and yeah. rewrite it and publish yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So your girls, you know, your babysitters, yeah. how would have comported themselves in a similar way to Nicholas Morrow <clears throat> and the Wakefield twins or? Absolutely. No. In every way, in every single way they would have. Just the most convoluted, <laughs> ill-conceived scheme. The one thing they don't have, they would have definitely thrown the pebbles. They would definitely would have distracted Uncle John at the front door. The one thing they don't have is a Jeep. Yeah, they, so there's a there's <laughs> the a babysitters club mystery uh, that's I think Claudia and like the the mystery money that it's like they they like oh, right. fall it's, afoul. It's art. It's art thief. No, no. Uh, this one is is the counterfeiters. They fall afoul oh, of right. like what's clearly like an extremely sophisticated group of like like mob associated counterfeiters. Right. And they're like, let's just confront them, the three of us. <laughs> right, three teen girls. Um, and they do girls. almost get shot in the parking lot. Right. So they're definitely like, I, I like, I wanted to like my my initial reaction is like, Christy would call the cops. Surely Christy would call the cops. No. But if anyone would call the cops, it's Don, and she would call Sergeant Johnson. Yeah, their, their friend cop. <laughs> yeah, even he wouldn't do a good job. Let me let me flip this on you, Marissa, because I like I've only read um, Sweet Valley High main canon books. Sure, and I felt that these girls were acting counter to like how I know them. Like Jessica is is completely unselfish in this novel. She's like. Yeah, I'll just do like honestly, we'll do whatever it takes to like help my friend and like right. Like she like at no point like does she put her own ego or her own goals like in front of the mission. She's always like ready to help and like like put her life in great danger and like worried about her sister. Like the, I think if I may the Sweet Valley Twins are acting a lot more like babysitters than mm-hmm. the other way around. Well, who's stealing? Who's an electoral yeah. property you know, now? Thank you. I think that the thriller plots do bring that out of the twins because all of the kind of enmity, I mean, that's a little too strong of a word, that they have in the regular course of their lives really gets um, driven out of them by, like, crisis circumstances. Okay. So if truly, like, people's lives are on the line, Jessica puts her petty bullshit aside and, like, steps it up to... So this is Francine's sick game. So what Francine (laughs) is doing is she created these monsters and realized that, like, she doesn't like them. And the only way... She's like Jigsaw. I don't sure. The only way that. she can get them to like find their true selves or like find their moral oh, center yeah. is by like creating a, Do you a like play a game. Exactly. Oh dear. Wow. I have to. I, I reluctantly agree with you. Francine is a lot <laughs> like Jigsaw. Francine is yeah. a lot like Jigsaw, and put that on a T-shirt. And they're like Jigsaw's. <laughs> yeah, put that on a T-shirt. I'll buy it. Okay, that's Tanner's. Put shirt. that up on your merch shop. <laughs> And the twins are like Jigsaw's victims because they yeah. do learn and grow from it. No, they learn and grow. Well, and they like scarred. put their differences sure, aside. Scarred. You seen yeah. the Jigsaw? The, you seen the Shaw movies, Marissa? I saw one, one of them. I'm not sure I, which one. It seems one. like you need to watch all of them if you're yeah, going to go, be an and, effective and did commentator you tell your, on these. Did novels. you tell your listeners to watch all the Saw films before they listen to the? <laughs> I mean, they've heard episode. it here first from you, Tanner. That uh, in order yeah. to fully appreciate the Sweet Valley yeah. uh, verse, you should watch. There's all only the Saw. like twelve of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just go watch them. Yeah, new ones. New ones coming out every year. So the 
I think, you, though, I would say that that's actually also this dynamic is also at play in this book because Jessica, before there's a crisis, is a real piece of work. You know, she oh, yeah. doesn't want to. She only wants to talk about boys. She's not that excited about her job at the paper until unless there's She's a prospect of covering to, mall news. To and vote for the shady, sexy yeah. silver fox. <laughs> She's hot for Kunkade, and she is has no time for Nicholas Morrow, who now that he's sad, now that he's a sad boy. Oh yeah, Nicholas Morrow is a real pill. Can I um? So you mentioned I don't this. see what I don't see what Barbara sees in Nicholas Morrow. He's just like this weak, oh, sad to, sack. Through a difficult time. Oh, so attractive. But she Barbara doesn't know about that though. <laughs> we do know what Nicholas sees in Barbara though. He says he tells um Elizabeth about it. He says there's a real solidness to her personality. Okay. <laughs> and I there think that's go. that's the book telling us Barbara's not a ghost, you guys. She's not a ghost. Don't okay. worry. She's not a ghost. <laughs> yeah. There's I think, a solidness I think it's, <laughs> oh, I think it's like, it's, it's the Lady Doth protest too much. You know, it's like, yeah. she's saying like, oh, you know, like, she's not a ghost, right? right. Jokes, she's it's very like, solid. Joke's on you, Nicholas. You know, her personality yeah. is the only thing about her that's solid. Right. Yeah. Because she's made out of ectoplasm. They do yeah. kiss, though. They do do a big kiss. You can kiss a ghost. Yeah. And you can kiss a ghost. Have and you that's seen something Casper? I was surprised about. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christina Ricci does do a big kiss with Casper. Yeah. She does do a kiss on Casper. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's what brings her back to life. I Again, I haven't seen Casper since <laughs> no, I was No memory 10. of it. Do they do any yeah. kissing in uh, 13 Ghosts, Tanner? Um, yes. It's actually the uh, culmination of the film. Yeah. They're just kissing the ghosts. Well, so. you know what? If you can kiss a ghost, this whole idea we're throwing out there of dating a ghost is really looking a lot more attractive. Yeah. Oh, you can do all sorts of stuff with a ghost. You yeah. can right. get the third base of the ghost. Yeah. But not okay. beyond that. But no. yeah. <laughs> the only thirds third. as far as it yeah. goes. Well, that's yeah, perfect yeah. for Sweet Valley. well listen fellas i cannot thank you enough for reading no place to hide all i loved it 217 pages of it i know it was it was like journeying through the desert it was like so long (laughs) that was great one of the longest books i've ever read. thank you for introducing us to it it was fantastic oh well it was very good you're very no sorry 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 it was fun to read. It was very poorly written. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, that's what goes on a t-shirt, I think. <laughs> a slogan. A slogan for the series as a whole. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, do you want to take this other opportunity to plug your uh, plug your stuff? We can plug our stuff again? Yeah. Sure we already can. plugged our stuff. Let's plug some secondary stuff. Okay. Um, well, I've got a podcast about Pokemon. Oh, come on! <laughs> Called Experience oh. Share, a Pokemon podcast. Expshare.com. Expshare. Well, you know, we actually we put usually off often we'll put the um uh we'll, we'll announce how you can find Tanner's Pokemon podcast in our Babysitters Club Club podcast. So that's probably the best way to find it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's you, a good uh, idea. You think you think people should go find the Babysitters Club? Club go podcast. find the Babysitters sure. Club Club podcast. Listen and find your Pokemon and, podcast. When yeah. you get to yeah. an episode where we announce where you can find your Pokemon podcast, I would recommend that with another man. Jack and I wrote a book about a year, uh, ten years ago <laughs> called "A Review of My Cat." It's, I think it's still available on Amazon. 
Yeah. Excellent. Tanner found Tanner found a review that I, we hadn't seen at the time <laughs> from like 2014 that was like I can't remember what website it was on. It was like Slate or something, but it was like five Tumblr to book deals that should never have happened. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it we was were, a listicle we, about the book. Yeah, we were one of them. Oof. Yeah. So, the yeah. irony. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, That's but, dark. Yeah. Anyway. Listen um, to our show. But I think people should read it. And I love the idea <laughs> of finding your way to experience share through the Babysitter's Club yeah. Club. Once again, it's been my great honor and pleasure to have both of you intelligent, well-read, college graduate, M- tall, muscular, muscly. tall guys yeah. <laughs> on, on the show with me. Thank you so much. Jack, how tall are you? Five eight and three quarters that's not very tall and that's being honest because i could say hey, five nine taller than me yeah there we go okay yeah it's all it's all relative this was lovely thank you so much for inviting yes, us thank you You're and, welcome. Uh, and gladiators. gladiators you can hear marissa on our show yeah yeah we just had her on it was great we talked yeah. about uh playing with fire yeah sweet valley right Mystery remember playing with three. fire gladiators it's the one where jessica and bruce go out yeah Oh, and she becomes like a Stepford wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really good. Uh, she goes shops at the Boston shop. Um, yeah. She won't play tennis with him because uh, he likes to win and she's better than him at tennis. Yeah, and everyone has sex with their cars. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's Well, if you want to get into, if you want to learn about uh, whether or not you are having sex with your car when you get into your car, there's one place to find out about that. And Spoiler it's the alert. Of, you are. I said whether or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said spoiler alert. You are. Yeah. Okay. See, I have my headphones turned down. So. <laughs> it makes it easier to talk over my guest. Which recently, I got a comment from somebody on Instagram that said, "Please stop interrupting your guests." <laughs> oh no! Please do because if, if yeah. you didn't, we would just control. The... Knowing Jack, yeah, we would just take over the show. And I've been good. <laughs> I've been good. I'm the director of our show, and so it's very hard for me not to just like get into the driver's seat. Yeah, <laughs> and I Understood. feel like I have not done that. Hey, you did. You've been a good great. boy tonight. Thank you. You guys are both great, and gladiators, you're great too. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week when we're going to finally be lost at sea. Won't that be fun? What book is that? It's called Lost at Sea. Which number? Perfect. 56. Wow. Wow. It's 56 of these dang things? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> There's a lot more than that. Okay. Bye. 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 So, wait, super thriller number 56? No, no, no. Oh, just regular old baby. Uh, Sweet Valley High. <laughs> yeah. At some point, the regular books and the super thrillers do kind of like merge into one, and the books all start to be thrilling and about like evil twins. That kind of happened with the Babysitter's Club, too. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs>